Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon, Derek Scott with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Get their new boneless wings, 8 for $13.95, 16 for $25.95. Visit royalpizza.ca. Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza Mediterranean Chicken. We have Cam here with you, and uh, we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort in Casino Hotline for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating and cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. We welcome back to the show our NHL insider, John Shannon. Hello, John. How are you? I'm great, boys. How are you? Good. Uh, I see Alan Walsh was making friends again on Twitter, uh, talking about uh, the, uh, the 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 drop off in the NHL Stanley Cup final numbers uh, that were out there. But there's a caveat on there, isn't there? Uh, based upon the fact that it was on TNT and not on ESPN. Uh, to, to some extent, Bob, uh, this is the first time that um, the Stanley Cup final in the United States has been on cable TV pure cable TV since 1994 uh, over the last you know 30 years it's either been on ABC or NBC uh, for the final so and, and obviously still the, you know, the big networks the over-the-air networks have more households and and more reach than even ESPN or TNT have so there is a little bit of a caveat to be put uh, to it uh, but you also have to understand that uh, as much as if you're a hardcore hockey fan, you like the Florida Panthers story and you like the way the Vegas Golden Knights play the game, these aren't big markets. And the the fringe hockey fan, the one that might watch, probably didn't have the interest in this series that they would if a, a bigger city like Philadelphia or the Penguins with Sydney or the Rangers or the Bruins were involved. All right, so Alan's tweet was, we knew it was going to be bad, but holy hell, the Stanley Cup Finals national broadcast rankings down 43% this year from last year. It was the least viewed Stanley Cup Finals since 2007. Which was Anaheim, Ottawa, by the way. Right. What would it have been if it was Edmonton, Toronto? Two Canadian, just as an FYI. Well, in, in, in our country, it would have been 8 to 10 million people. Um, I think I think it would have been that big a number. Who knows what the number would have been yeah. in the United States? It probably would have been comparable to what we saw this year. Well, we know that Gary Bettman wouldn't let that happen, right, John? Just kidding. 
<laughs> you, you, you always love to stir that. Oh, the, yeah, you know, the pot has been stirred. I don't care who wants I to win. So There's just I, good luck and bad luck. That's it. Let's end it once and for all. Sometimes you get the calls. I can't believe you didn't say. I can't believe you didn't say you're surprised that Gary's allowed seven teams in Canada. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> hey, John, how are the numbers in Canada for the Stanley Cup final? Were you able to see those? No, I haven't seen them yet, okay. um, which which is, uh, by this time normally, uh, the network is announcing what the numbers are, so you, you, have, you do have to have a little bit of curiosity to how successful it was. I mean, I thought both shows did a, a really good job with the, with the final game and the presentation of the Cup. That's certainly not an issue, but I don't know how much, and you guys can gauge it as much as anybody, how much interest there was in a Las Vegas Florida final um, in in a, in a good hockey town like Edmonton. I know one broadcaster that couldn't watch it. It was too painful for me to watch because I knew once Kachuk wasn't playing, it wasn't going to be close, and I knew they were going to. And it, you know, the old what I could have shoulda, right? Like it's hard when you, John, when you work for the Oilers Entertainment Group and you want to see the team be successful, and you know how much the fans care about the or you know about the team and how they bleed the colors, and you knew you know that you maybe lost a series in the margins, albeit to a team that finished ahead. Eddie in the regular season, and when push came to shove in Game Five and Six, they found a way, and Edmonton didn't. It was still hard. It was still real yeah. hard, man. Well, the only solace is, is the last two years, the Edmonton Oilers were eliminated by the eventual Stanley Cup champions, weren't they? Yes, which means one thing that the Edmonton Oilers were eliminated by the eventual Stanley Cup champions. There's no guarantees for the future. Hey, John, uh, and I don't I don't know how many of our listeners, I think most of our listeners know, uh, but maybe explain who you do your podcast with, and it ends up on uh, satellite radio as well, right? Yeah, so Bob McCown and I do a daily podcast uh, on lots of sports, lots of hockey on it, and uh, it's on all the same platforms that Oilers Now is on. Uh, as a podcast, and it's on Sirius XM at uh, 4 Mountain Time every day. All right, so I bring this up because when I was first getting started over at what was then called Team 1260, the all-sports format across the country, Bob McCowan was the biggest dog in the business. There was Mm -hmm. no question about it. Like, he was the guy. Uh, We've seen various machinations of both uh, what was originally the Team concept and then you know bell had uh, tsn radio uh and uh rogers obviously had Sportsnet radio they've got Sportsnet affiliates in calgary and in vancouver you know what happened to the bell affiliate here at edmonton i, I i'm trying to think of how many they've actually got left because and, and the irony is they had a good book in edmonton and the year that they, they had a really good book in vancouver the year they shuttered vancouver down the bell affiliate with uh, tsn 1040 does it say something about how challenging it is to do that format, the overhead costs. What what are your do you think each situation is different? I mean, you've always had your pulse on media for the last fifty plus years. What do you think of that? Well, first of all, just uh, to everybody who was working at twelve sixty, uh, you know, it's a, it was a difficult it was a difficult day, and it's it's tough to see some friends uh, lose their jobs. Uh, in in this scenario, so you have to 
you have to think of that. We've all been through it at some points in our life, um, changing jobs and changing vocations. The, the, here, here's the interesting thing, Bob. There are, there are not less sports fans out there. In fact, I would argue with the proliferation of sports that, that go on now, I think there are more fans than ever before, more listeners, more viewers than ever before, and more sports than ever before. The challenge becomes is how you distribute that content to the viewer, to the listener. And and anybody who's starting out in the business, I think that's the creative side of how you communicate. You know, I mean, if, if, if I would have told you 10 years ago that we would be on our show going into our third year of a podcast and it would be turning a profit, you'd say, well, I don't know how. How does it make money? Um, and, and really what's happened is that technology has really superseded the old-fashioned way of communicating with people. You know, we're, we're, we're getting to the point now where there are going to be tons of cars, Bob, manufactured in the next three to five years without AM radios. Right. And, you know, so it's legacy technology, uh, has, like newspapers, uh, have, fallen, uh, have fallen to the wayside. I understand why big companies who look at bottom lines say, you know, it just doesn't make sense to turn on the lights. And really, that's the key. You know, the amount of energy that it takes to create content the old-fashioned way just makes no sense when you consider that the three of us could create a radio network on our three phones. It's crazy. It is. It is. It's it has been. Uh, hey, what's yeah. that button for, Cam? That was. I'd love. I'll turn the well, mic on. It, we, actually, Bob, you and I could do it, but Cam couldn't have been involved because he wouldn't know how to turn the mic on. He's hey, actually, I got the mic on now. He's got the actual better technical skills than yours, truly. Just so you know. The <laughs> <laughs> first to admit to that. I, I'm usually the guy that has to stamp out whatever bushfire it is with our technology if it's not quite right. How many so, headsets have I broken over the last two years, and not purposely where I've thrown them down or anything, just where I've, you know. Well, well, hold on. How many have you thrown down? <laughs> you know, I, it I depends if Steve yeah. Kazari's roughing oh, the game. There I'm is. just yeah. <laughs> There it is. John, you yeah. know that is closer yeah. to the truth oh, than it stop. isn't. <laughs> You know, we, you see, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be out 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 in the Okanagan one day and see Steve Kazari and say Bob says hello. Bob says hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next time you're in Penticton. again, John. Yeah. He's not cheering against the Oilers. It's just the way the co- the cookie crumbles sometimes. <laughs> but you had a question for Mr. Shannon. Yeah, like uh, the what do you what do you see what do you see down the road as far as uh, you know sports radio in Canada? There's still there's still the two in Toronto. Is that correct? There are. There are. Is, uh, is that? Do you think that remains? Well, I, I think Toronto is vastly different when you yeah. consider that that um, Bell and Rogers own seventy five percent of the Maple Leafs and the Raptors, and they that need helps. a place to put yeah. their games. Yeah. You know. Um, you know. The, what happens in Ottawa? What happens in Montreal? TSN still has two radio stations there. Rogers has a radio station in Calgary, and Rogers has one in Vancouver, and I believe that's it now. 
Yeah, of course. You know, we went from having yeah. we, and, and we, we went from having fifteen or sixteen all sports radio stations in our country to having four or five, and it's uh, it, it's it's disappointing. It's sad, but people are finding different ways to get their content. You know, you, you know the success of Oilers now as a podcast. You know, as part of that story, and 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 it's you know it's it's audio's version of the PVR guys. Listen to it when you want to listen to it, not when they say it's on the air. It's funny you mention that, John, because the guy that told me how many people were listening on the podcast was either actually at the other radio station, and then I yeah. and one of the and one of the advertisers on our show. I'm second second mention on the show today for Jack Cookson for Prime Sports. He's like, "Do you realize how many people listen to your podcast?" I was like, "I didn't know." And so now we track it. And frankly, I'm, 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 and you know what it is, John, because you're monitoring your guys's podcasts, so you know where we come in each day in terms of North American sports shows or talk shows. And it's, it's, uh, it is, and and we should mention, John, the other thing that happened here. Like, uh, CJOB in Winnipeg ended up getting the radio rights for the Jets again, right? Yes. Yeah. And that is a Chorus affiliate. Chorus has had the Oilers rights now for 25-plus years here in Edmonton and just did a three-year extension. I used to work up North Tree Planting when CKNW in Vancouver was... The monolith of all of uh, those old Wick stations, John, with Dan Russell, Dan Russell, Dan Russell out in uh, Vancouver, and they had massive numbers back in the day. No, it's fact, CKNW is still number one in, in Vancouver. Yeah, uh, even even without uh, having the the Canucks or in the and in their heyday, the Lions were huge on CKNW. So from that perspective, it, it, it's a it's a difficult world right now. Yeah. But technology has has changed it all. But 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 there are enough sports fans out there to drive everything. It's just the the legacy equipment. You know, well how much how much energy does it take to turn on that giant board that Derek's working? That's the challenge. Uh, we're getting uh, this text comes in from Darcy. He says podcasts are essentially uh, garnering acceptance a la Bryn Griffiths. AM steadily becoming passe. Beware. Is he saying AI is approaching inevitable, just saying from Darcy? I don't know. I, kind of, John, I, I think they kind of broke, they broke the mold with you, didn't they? Well, i tell you what. When you talk about AI and our podcast, that is an oxymoron. There's no such thing as artificial intelligence with McGowan and me. So... There you have it. Uh, we had Marit Atesh on from Winnipeg. I know you do the Winnipeg show. Uh, he is he's with the Athletic. He's a young, talented writer. He's he says three of the four uh, big Jets. He he believes that Dubois, Hellebuck, and Wheeler will all be gone. Uh, he thinks they'll find a way to keep Shifley. What do you think there, John? Well, Marat said he's got a good pulse there, and I I, I would throw Shifley into the mix only that I think that Kevin is open to having a massive change of that top leadership. And if that means holding on to Wheeler for one more year and, and Shifley becomes more attractive, in the end, it is it will be what the Jets get for those four bodies. And, you know, you know when, you, when you look at what Dubois has already stated, now Dubois would play in Winnipeg for the year, but it will be very uncomfortable. 
and it would be I mean the amount of booing that would occur every night that he touches the puck when the Jets are losing would be uh, would be difficult to swallow. Uh, so from that perspective, you have to think between now and even the draft, there'll be ways to look at um, at Dubois moving and what Kevin will get for him. Same thing with Hellebuck. Blake Wheeler, to me, you know, I'm not sure. that I think it might just end up being a buyout. I don't know what Murat yeah. said, but to, to me it sounds like it has to be a buyout because I'm, I'm not sure anybody would find his contracts and his cap hit attractive at this point. So from that perspective... You know, if you want to hold on to uh, to Mark Shifley, fine. But I, I would be one of those guys. I'd be moving Mark Shifley, too. They have some good core players still there, though. You know, with Josh Morrissey and Nick Ehlers and Kyle Connor, the young guys, they'll be just fine. You know, finding a goal. I, 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 said, I said it on CGB the other day, uh, Bob, that, you know, you, you can be upset that Connor Hellebuck's going to get traded and disappointed, but what has Connor Hellebuck won for you? And the answer is, he, he, you know, he's, he has And what are you worried about breaking up the core? The core hasn't won there. Exactly. They, they've had exactly. one extended playoff run. So, John, we, what they've had, what they've had there is a fear of getting rid of the core because of the stories of being a small market Canadian team and, and quote unquote, who would want to play in Winnipeg? Yeah. No, I hear you, John. Great stuff. Thanks for your time. We'll talk on Monday. Cheers, boys. Yep. One fifty in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. It is 152 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. I got to read this text, Cam. Uh, Cam right. Moon with us, Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott, Oilers Now. Bob, tell the uh, truth. The reason you've broken so many headsets is because they don't fit around that giant bucket. They end up giving out and snapping under the pressure of having to bend so much. Uh, that text comes to us from a, uh, a smartass out of Edmonton. So. <laughs> That's right. Hey, like, come on, man. Like, uh, where's the love? Where's the where? That mean? I, I'm not saying it's not true what no. you said, but. But but you don't need to say it. Yeah. That's what you're saying. To list the Oilers history for New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. We've, uh, we've done multiple events over the last uh, few seasons with Dennis Lollibury. Remember the one in Nashville? Oh, sort of. Yeah. Yes. Slightly. 75 people at that event, and I think at one point or another we had a drink with all 75 of them. Back in the state in 1979, the Oilers promoted Glenn Sather from head coach to head coach general manager. He held the title until 2000. Um, 
Winning uh, five Stanley Cups after starting out. Oh, okay. Winning six Stanley Cups after starting out as a player coach. No, no. He won five with Edmonton. Why does it say six? Five Stanley Cups after starting out as a player coach of the franchise back in 76, 77. Glenn Sather was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 1997. There you go. Yeah, see, Slats had a good go. He had a good run. He did. Wayne from the Edmonton operation helped him out. He did. Uh, on tomorrow's show, Elliot Friedman uh, for our uh, fine friends, uh, our five friends at uh, Abe's Door Service who come through on very short notice, by the way. They're there for you. They can look after you. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey will join us. Dave Campbell will preview the Elks encounter against the BC Lions. They're going to win? The Elks? Oh, I hope so, but I doubt it. Well, that's reassuring. Well, BC's good. All right, there you go. Derek Scott, thank you for pinch hitting today. For Brendan S. Scott, Brendan will j- join us tomorrow. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then Chelsea on Chad with Chelsea Bird. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.